Come Holy Spirit, come Lord, we give you permission to do what you desire. We make our minds, our hearts, and our souls fertile soil that your word may bear great fruit in our life. Illuminate these scriptures for us, the great mystery of the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Convict and console our minds and hearts. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. For they did not yet understand the Scripture, that he had to rise from the dead. They were there at the empty tomb and confused, not quite yet understanding, not quite yet grasping what had happened. They did not yet understand that he had to rise from the dead. We could think to ourselves, like, why? I mean, they, they, they knew the Jewish scriptures. They knew the prophecy of the Messiah. They knew that the scriptures spoke over and over again, that he would be the suffering servant, that he would have to suffer and die. Jesus himself said it to them multiple times. They are going to capture me. They are going to kill me. But on the third day, I will rise. Even so, we know the, the famous account of Peter saying, Lord, I'm not going to let that happen to you. And how does Jesus respond? Get behind me, Satan. You are not thinking as God does, but as men do. They did not yet understand. Why didn't they understand? Because the cross was so scandalous. It was scandalous. St. Paul tells us that the cross for the Jews, right, is a scandal. Why is it a scandal? Because how could God suffer? How can he suffer and how can he die? For the Greeks, they said, those who right, believe in the, the truth and philosophy that's on this, like the cross is a folly. If he is God, there's no way. It doesn't make sense. But he says, for us who believe, for us who believe, the cross is the power and the wisdom of God. The power and the wisdom. Now again, here we are. Peter, John, those, they did not yet understand. Why? Because when the cross enters our life, it's not just scandal, it is disorienting. And when I say this word disorienting, I don't mean it kind of in the light sense, like sometimes oh, I'm walking and I get lost in my thoughts and I kind of get disoriented and I don't know where I'm going. I mean like disorienting to the core. That when suffering enters our life, it is something that comes in and it just begins to shake us. And it's as if all of the things that we believed and thought are moved with ease, that now the ground is just shaky and crumbling underneath. Is this right? Is this true? Who am I? Is God even real? Are the relationships in my life like what? I, I don't know what to hold on to. I don't know what to grasp because it is so disorienting to our core. And so even the apostles 
who had walked with him, who had seen him perform miracles, who had seen him raise a man from the dead, and whom he himself told them, this is going to happen. They will capture me. They will kill me. But I will rise on the third day. Even then, that in the wake of the passion and the cross of our Lord and his death and burial, they are disoriented and do not see and do not understand. So brothers and sisters, if you and if I, in the midst of suffering, get disoriented and have questions or doubts or fears, let us not be ashamed. Let us not be ashamed. Because we are fallen and we are weak. And the cross can do this to us. But in this, let us look up at the risen Jesus. Let us put our eyes on him. That as they went from this, from the tomb, they still, what did they do? They went back to the upper room and they locked the doors. Like, okay, he told us he was going to, he told us he was going to rise. We saw this, the, 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 his burial claws are like folded up. No one's here. So it could have been like, oh, okay, sweet. He's risen. Let's go tell everybody. They're like, uh, still not sure about this. Let's go back to the upper room and lock the doors. Okay? Lock them. And we can do the same thing. Like, okay, Lord, maybe a little bit, but mm, I'm just going to stay locked in. And what does Jesus do? He enters in the upper room, in, in the closed places, right? He enters into the closed places, and he just wants to break in. And what does he say as they are there hiding? Again, same ones that he's like, told you this was going to happen. I'm the Lord. I'm going to die. I'm going to rise. Hey, you saw the empty tomb. Like, when are you going to get it? And break in, and he was like, hey, fellas, three strikes, you're out. Getting some new apostles, okay? Leave. Everybody's off the team. Turn in your cleats. He didn't say that. He said, peace be with you. Because the thing that is disorienting about suffering is that it leads us to fear. When things begin to shake underneath us, we are open. We're susceptible to fear. And it just becomes like this storm just circling and circling and drawing us in and drawing us down and pulling us down. And when let, our thoughts are less and less clear. And we're grasping at more and more things that are not healthy. So Jesus, the first thing he comes in, he says, peace be with you. Peace be with you. And then he shows them his hands and his side. You see, yes, I have died. Yes, I have suffered, but I am alive. I have conquered sin and death. I don't know why you have, you are, or you will suffer the way that you do. I do not know why. I do not know why. I do not ultimately know why right like because we ask the question like lord why did you have to do this why why do you like could you not just be like 
hey, I'm going to take care of this, just like you took care of raising Lazarus from the dead or the blind person. Like, why the suffering? Why did you go in there? Why did you do that? What Jesus says to Peter, he says to us, you are not thinking as God does, but as men do. You know, I say to him sometimes, I'm like, Lord, you made me this way. <laughs> you gave me a human mind, like, come on. Then he breaks into illuminated. That he enters into our suffering to redeem it. That the light and the power of God pierces it and redeems it and transforms it. So that suffering becomes the way that the Lord conquers sin and death and opens up the gates of eternal salvation. So I don't know why the particular things in my life or your life, but I do know the why that our Lord came is because he loves us and he wants our eternal salvation. And if we struggle and if we get disoriented and we get caught in fear in the midst of suffering, it's okay. Do not be ashamed. Jesus breaks in as he broke in the upper room and says, peace be with you. Look at my hands and my side. It is I, I have risen. If today you're struggling to believe that, let us gaze upon Jesus, the risen Lord, that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it, that Christ is risen, dispelling sin and death. Come Holy Spirit, increase our faith. Let us feel and know the peace that only the risen Lord can give in the midst of suffering.